What's up, everyone? How y'all doing? I hope the answer is good, great, fine, phenomenal, one of those. But if it's not, that's okay. You're trying your best. You're doing what you can right now. So that that's great, honestly. Good job. So we are on the last day of January, last day of the first month of 2024. I would love to know how your first month went. Well, are you starting to work on your New Year's resolution? How's that looking? Let me know. Keep me updated. And I am going to tell you in this diary entry how this year has started off for me because I've done some journal prompts. I've talked about, you know, um, calling kids smart and whatever. But as of today, as of the day I am recording this, oh, it's a new dawn, new day, new life for me. And I'm going to tell you why. So let's start, shall we? Dear diary was it the adhd all along <laughs> i i uh okay so let's let's talk about it i think in my podcast description i i talk about maybe adhd being a reason for why i've been dealing with depression and anxiety but i've never been officially diagnosed okay and uh Man, oh man, I got my diagnosis a few days ago. And let me tell you, life, life, life looks different now. And I feel like today's journal entry will just be a reflection of this journey to getting the ADHD diagnosis and why receiving a diagnosis can be important, but also like pivotal. So uh, let's rewind a little bit to about this time. Last year, I would say, I'm scrolling through the TikTok and I somehow find myself on neurodivergent TikTok and I see all these like, you know, you have ADHD when and they'll describe all these things and I'll be like, oh, I can relate to that. Cool, 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 cool. And then that started happening more often. A lot of things were relatable, but then I'd read in the comments and people were like, that's not specific to ADHD. Um, Everybody experiences that. So then I'm like, okay, cool everybody experiences that so it's not an adhd thing therefore i probably don't have it i've never thought of having it before so maybe it's just because i've been watching too much uh, neurodivergent tiktok that i've even like considered that i may have it i talk with my brother-in-law this is my husband's sister's husband my brother-in-law and he's been diagnosed with adhd and i think that happened a few years back and I started chatting with him a little bit and getting a better idea of his experience with ADHD before and after uh, diagnoses, medications, what have you. And when he's describing, you know, how they diagnose ADHD, things that are common, I'm like, oh, so this is not just a TikTok thing. Like this, like my brother-in-law, he researches stuff. He, he looks for credited sources, not just one guy said and so i'm like oh maybe there's some maybe there's some validity here maybe this is a thing for me so i reach out to my doctor and i'm like hey girl i'm thinking i might have adhd what what is the what is the situation yes or no or what's the plan how we do how how do we figure this out 
she said uh okay i need you to go home and write a list of times in your childhood when you were exhibiting signs of impulsivity inattentiveness and hyperactivity i said cool 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 and went home and i didn't do it for those of you who know for those of you who know about adhd i put it off i put it off and i think months later I finally get the drive to get into it. I'm like, let me start writing these things down. My doctor told me that I should call like my parents and my older sister and be like, do you guys remember any times when I exhibited these things? And I did that and we were talking about it and I started it. I didn't finish it. Textbook. Textbook, y'all. Textbook. Anyway, I started it and I didn't finish it summer rolls in and i'm starting to really suspect it i didn't finish the thing that i was doing but you know what my doctor never brought it up anyway she didn't follow up because there were more pressing matters you know the depression and anxiety were running my life you know we got to deal with the suicidal ideation we got to deal with the the para paralyzing anxiety that makes it impossible for me to get out of bed sometimes um so she got a little distracted and so did I. But you know what? It was still something at the at the back of my dome, at the back of my head. And so I was like, hey, doctor, let's run let's let, let's talk about this again. I I I'm still thinking I got the ADHD situation, but I'm not sure. I I, I know you told me to do that other stuff, but I, I started it but I didn't finish it because I just it it didn't happen. Um what can we do? Or do you just want me to finish it and bring it back? And she was like, you know what? I got a questionnaire for you to fill out. Depending on the results of the questionnaire, I may have to send out a referral to an ADHD specialist. I'm like, okay, cool. I could, I could do a questionnaire. That's, that's, that's more doable because that's like answer a few questions and then we're done. And I could forget about it. So she emails that to me. I complete it and it says I am highly likely to have ADHD that's what the tiktokers were basically telling me that's what my brother-in-law was basically telling me talked to my husband about it and he's like yeah you probably have it and now this questionnaire said it but that's not a diagnosis so I submit it to my doctor she sends out the referral and apparently the wait is nine months to get diagnosed and I'm like, by then, I won't, I, I would have forgotten that. I'd probably move on with my life. I won't even care about getting diagnosed anymore. But you know what? It's just a waiting game. I'll wait. Whatever. Um, and as the time passes by, I'm not really on TikTok anymore. Well, I wasn't really on TikTok anymore. Um, and so that wasn't really reinforcing the fact that I may have ADHD but I would still talk to my brother-in-law everything he would describe would make sense to me but our neurotypical you know in-laws fellow in-laws were not getting it we're not getting it so I was like okay this is probably this is probably but also definitely a thing <laughs> I'm pretty sure 
that I have this, but I have to wait nine months to get the diagnosis. And what am I even going to do with the diagnosis? Is it going to, is it going to change my life? I just, I just want to know. That was my main goal. I just wanted to know. I didn't think it would really change anything. I think it would help me to understand why I interact with the world the way that I do. And I'm okay with that. So I end up waiting maybe five months before I get a call while I was asleep. So I missed a call. Try to call back. He don't pick up. And I'm like, oh, this was the ADHD doctor. If I don't get this today, I don't know what's going to happen. Finally calls me back and says, we'll book a meeting for the following Monday. Um, so finally do the meeting and we talk a lot about my childhood. We talk a lot about how I behaved in school, how physically active I was. Was I bouncing off the walls? Was it, uh, how well did I work in groups, for example? And after that, like one hour assessment, this man opened his eyes wide. It was like, oh yeah, you have ADHD and I want to get you on medications now. Like I need you on meds now. I like, I need you on meds yesterday. And I'm like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But apparently, <laughs> apparently it is that bad. So he wanted to start me off on a low dose for adults. He said, let's try it for a week. See how you feel. And for, we'll, we'll go from there, basically. I have been on this med as of now for three days. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I am convinced that 90% of the anxiety that I have been feeling my whole life, my whole life has been due to undiagnosed ADHD because my brain is different now. So like I talked to my brother-in-law about it and he was saying that his brain got really quiet and he almost felt like it was like high. I don't feel, I don't feel like that. But I feel like I can think and just existing isn't overwhelming. Because before, I was constantly overwhelmed. Like, waking up, overwhelmed. Going to bed, overwhelmed. Everything in between, overwhelmed. And now, life is so much more doable. I've been saying this to everybody that I've been talking to that have been like, all my friends and family in my life that are like, so how are you feeling? Life is doable and it's it's so weird because I've been in my head constantly and I didn't even realize that my head was going crazy all the time and that's why I was constantly overwhelmed and now my thoughts aren't racing my thoughts are more streamlined and so I can think hmm the sink is full I should empty the dishwasher and put the dirty dishes in the dishwasher and then do it. Those that don't have ADHD, you will not understand about the executive dysfunction, but baby, I was struggling to do something as common as that. And I am home right now on sick leave. It's not like I'm working. It's not like I don't have the time, but I was constantly overwhelmed. I could not fathom. I could not do anything. 
even even recording the podcast like obviously it makes me feel good but there are times where it's like i gotta do all these things there's no way there's no way there's no time it's not possible no this is one uh side effect not side effect just something that i realized after being on the med i discussed it with my husband yesterday it's a weird realization i don't know if anybody else who has adhd has experienced this but time passes differently on this medication before my diagnosis before starting my adhd meds time went by so fast and i would be caught up in a whirlwind all the time and i don't fully know how to explain this but i would i guess i was so caught up in my feelings so caught up in my thoughts that time would pass by with just me thinking and then i would have no time to do anything so as a result my understanding of one hour to do something was different than just actually having one hour to do something because i would always be like one hour is not enough time to do the things i want to do i guess because i was wasting so much time just being in my head with a million thoughts at the same time but now because my brain has been able to slow down i've been like is an hour really this long like i can do things in an hour I can do things in 30 minutes. Why did I think that I would never have the time to do these things I want to do? Why have I been so overwhelmed? For me, my personal experience has been that time literally passes differently. I can actually be in the moment and experience every minute as it is without being so thoroughly caught up in my thoughts that I didn't even realize was happening (laughs) until post-medication or like starting the medication. So for me, this has been pivotal. I don't really know much about the depression yet because it's very very much an on and off thing. But uh, the anxiety right now, I'm not going to say it's non-existent, but like it's not paralyzing i feel like every every person gets anxious from time to time because there there are things in life that are anxiety inducing and that's fine um and i feel like with this these medications i am able to just be at that place where i'm not always anxious but when something anxiety inducing occurs then that's when the anxiety will happen and i'm pretty okay with that my therapist says i still have to work on some things before going back to work obviously that's a given the depression is still a thing still need healthy coping mechanisms i there's still there's still a lot to work through but this is amazing <laughs> this is for me this is huge i I am very excited. Everybody that I've told has been very excited for me. It's 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 a game changer. And honestly, even though everything that I was hearing from my brother-in-law, from the TikTokers, was lining up with ADHD, I was afraid that 
I wouldn't get the diagnosis. Like, I would have my assessment with the specialist and he'd be like, oh, no, you don't have ADHD. I was scared. And even after receiving the diagnosis, I was still like, maybe it's a misdiagnosis. I was so caught up in my thoughts. I was so caught up in my head that I was like, maybe he's wrong. Maybe I don't have it. And there's only one way to find out when I take that ADHD med because when people who do not have ADHD take an CNS stimulant, they're bouncing off the walls because they got too much of what they do not need to have too much of. (laughs) So it's cool that I am not bouncing off the walls. I just feel more normal, I guess the word is. I don't feel like that's correct, but... For the lack of a better word, I wanted to say, I feel more normal. So it's a confirmation that this was actually um, a diagnosis for me. I wasn't being a hypochondriac. I wasn't being caught up in the trends of TikTok. This was my actual personal experience. And surprisingly enough, I needed that diagnosis. I did not expect to need the diagnosis. I did not expect to be changed by a diagnosis. Does that mean that my podcast will now be about ADHD rather than depression and anxiety? No. I might include ADHD talks into my podcast now because that will add to my lived experience and this is my diary. Anyway, I just wanted to share that story with y'all because I'm very excited and I hope you guys are too. If you are thinking that you might have ADHD, definitely reach out to somebody. For some people, it's expensive, but I think maybe because I got a referral, I didn't have to pay for the assessment. So figure that out wherever you live um, if you are thinking that you have it. But anyway, that's it. That's all. Um, I think I want to hear from you guys. If you've ever received a diagnosis or started a medication that really was pivotal for your life. And that might not be for a lot of people, but if it has happened to you, I would love to hear your story. So hit me up. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.